2: What's up, movie geeks? Welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. We're a movie podcast for people who love films and those other people who love those people who love films. So, if you found us here, you love films, we love you. It's a big week on the podcast. My, my co-host has taken the week off. Uh, it's actually been two weeks off for us. We took a week off just to get ready for tonight. Uh, gotta bring the energy. It is Fantasy Movie Draft Night. We are in the middle of our 2000s tournament. That's going over several months. We've already got a few of these in the can in the decade. And tonight, we've landed on the year 2003. We're drafting 2003 films tonight. And again, the winner of tonight's draft will advance to our March Madness Rounds in March of 2020. Time is flying by, guys. I can't believe it's November. I'm excited to talk movies tonight, but we got to get to the lineup. Everyone here that's drafting tonight... Has already been in another draft. They know the rules. They know how it goes. There's a lot of uh, you know, big uh big names in tonight's draft. So we're gonna get right to it. Uh the guy in the one spot, uh, he literally begged me, just begged me, he had to come back. Like, I just couldn't stop the DMs coming through. And I'm like, dude, your time is coming. And his time is tonight. I think it's his second time here on Fantasy Movie Draft. Talk about Ryan McQuay from In Session Film and Awards Circuit. Ryan, what is going on, man?
0: Thank you for having me back on the show. Uh, yeah, I had to get back on here because, uh, the first time I was on here, I, I did not do so well and I, I felt bad. I felt that I drafted okay, uh, but then the results came in and, uh, and I just tanked and, uh, I felt bad and I had to redeem myself. And, uh, so, Tonight is my redemption, uh, and um, hopefully everyone else's destruction. And uh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna shoot for the best tonight, and I'm just gonna be optimistic. And probably as we go on, I will become as pessimistic as possible.
2: I have one question uh, for you tonight, and I think it was my, maybe the reason you might have lost last time. But there's there's the curse of of, of your co host. Hanging over your head, <laughs> he, he 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 thinks he owns fantasy movie draft. We're talking about Jay Ledbetter, who who won our our last uh, decade tournament. Uh, what do you have to say to Jay? You got any strategy tonight? Are you going to antagonize him? You know what's going on? He's not even in the I draft, mean, but his his just name just you know just just like a couple people in this draft as well are notorious. He's already made a name for himself. So
0: I mean, you know, Jay is Jay. Uh I'm my own person. Uh obviously he's got a lot of cred here. Uh he is the eighties <laughs> champion. Um, you know, I'm not gonna go on head in like I did last time and rip all over him. Uh, I think that might have been my downfall. Uh, but uh uh I will say that uh he is a great guy and a great co-host and uh I'm hoping all the good vibes I'm trying to say uh sway all the voters early on um if not and i don't win then jay you're a horrible human being and i despise you with every ounce of my fiber and um uh, go. and (laughs) all right Uh, but i I guess we should move on right before (laughs) yeah i know i know before i before i dig myself another hole with my coach. uh welcome
2: welcome back dude happy to have you back um so you're in the one spot tonight and and uh the, the the lovely lady in the two spot uh is the one that chose the draft order. She chose herself to go second tonight. She is also notorious on this draft for, for her, her strength. She is a strong competitor. I'm talking of course about Gidget Von LaRue from Retro Cinema Podcast on the other side of the world. Gidget what's going on?
3: G'day mate. G'day guys. I am this is this is very, very exciting. Uh I've I've done a, a huge list of movies. I pretty much write down every movie from two thousand and three. <laughs> so I've got I've got options here. Um and, and all I can say, Ryan, is it's good that, you know, you you've got the feeling of tanking when you were on last because it's gonna happen again today. So oh, just oh. just get comfortable with that feeling, mate. You know I
0: mean, you did lose to my co host, so it must feel like you're a little nervous about losing to the other half, right? <laughs>
3: Not nervous at all. <laughs> oh,
2: G- Gidget! Gidget has a, an army of voters. We, we're always scared of scared of them, scared of I angering know. them. You know, we, we never know where she's going to go. But Gidget, I'm I'm happy to have you back on the draft.
3: Thank you so much, and and may the best woman win.
2: Uh, <laughs> so, uh, not only I'm happy to have Gidget, but I'm happy to have this guy in the three spot, and I'm happy to have them right next together because I I think they they can a- antagonize each other. They got some similar you know um, vote voting mechanisms that have been suggested in the past. I don't know if it's a a data bank of computer voters or a computer lab full of high school students. Uh, we're <laughs> we're, we're, t- we're talking about M- Mr. Drew Hallam from Real Fields Podcast. Drew, what's going on, man?
1: How we doing? How we doing? I am super excited to be back. And uh, Gidget, let's do this.
3: <laughs> Dan straight, man. Damn straight. Uh
2: Yeah, I, I, I intentionally put these two uh, in the same draft because the, 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 they're very strong online. Like I said, you, you never know where they're going to be or where they're going to be pulling for votes. Uh, Drew, what what is your strategy for tonight, man?
1: So the strategy is to obviously pick the best movies, ignore everybody else, and uh, all. And as we have learned from the past, change my name to Gidget Von LaRue, and uh, <laughs> so I will only be responding to Gidget from now on. <laughs> uh, it's a strategy. It's a strategy. It's been
2: done before. So uh, happy to have you, Drew. Welcome back to the draft. So you're in the three spot, which I know you, you've you've had a couple times. But the guy in the four spot, uh, you know, is is over there in the the frozen tundra of Maine. I think he he might be as cold as Gerald uh, in his garage last month. We'll have to check in. Dave Champa from, of course, the Night Rider years and call me Cordelia. Dave, what's going on, man?
4: oh it's a it's a nice balmy seven right now um oh my <laughs> <but> God. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's it's not it's not great up here right now but um I'm making do i'm not in a garage I'm sitting in my kitchen so it's a little bit warmer but uh it's not not pleasant out but I'm really happy to be back on the
2: draft uh thanks for having me back <laughs> man holy crap well dude if if you start to get frostbite or anything you know it's just a this is just a game, man. Like, don't don't affect your life in that way, Dave.
4: I appreciate that. No, <laughs> if I start chattering anytime time through, just uh, just let me get through it, and I'll I'll uh, I'll recover
2: pretty quickly. It, it reminds me. I think it was last year during a draft. One of the Australia guys. I don't know if it was Sam, uh, Sam, or maybe Paul from the countdown. While we were doing the draft, there was like a fire outside their window. <laughs> and I was like, dude, dude, don't don't risk your life, man. So, Dave, uh, thanks for staying up tonight I- in the frigid oh. temperatures. Happy to have you again, man. Happy to be here. All right, guys.
3: I, th- I think uh, Sam's going to be very unhappy with you because he's New Zealand.
2: Oh, that's right. I always say that. I'm an asshole. <gasps> Damn it, Sam. I'm sorry. i'm an idiot i'm an idiot so and i've done that many times before so i've obviously not learned my lesson but guys apologies aside we got to talk 2003 what a year we're gonna get to films in a second but first we got to go back we got to jump in our you know back to the future theme park rides where you get the whole family in someone always like brings a popcorn gets it all over everyone it's really sad, but you know this is the way we get back in time to the year 2003. So we like to set the mood every year here in Fantasy Movie Draft for these year drafts with the Billboard Year in Hot 100 Singles. Again, we're back in 2003, guys, so this is an interesting list. So running down the list, top five at the five spot from the band Three Doors Down, we have When I'm Gone, which is, you know, what a banger there, right? <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> Did that cross the cross the seas? Uh, gidget, do you know Three Doors Down, the band? no they're getting in <laughs> next week.
0: So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right. We,
3: we've only just started getting songs from two thousand and one. So <laughs> you know, uh, d- <laughs> but, but we're very excited.
2: <laughs> I know you've heard of the, the one at the four spot, "Crazy in Love" from Beyonce and Jay Z. Of course, that's probably one of the. You know, most lasting songs on this list. Three is it's a
0: big w- one to hit. Wonder there, but, you know. yeah. Where did the what happened to them?
2: Right, yeah. Uh, right? <laughs> uh, Sean Paul's "Get Busy" was at number three. Speaking of what happened to uh, people, R. Kelly's "Ignition" remix was the number two oh, song <laughs> oh, of two thousand three. Uh, I've heard he's doing well, so congrats <laughs> to him. Uh But the number one song, guys, of two thousand three was a straight-up banger. It was 50 Cents in the Club.
1: Go shawty, it's your birthday.
2: We gonna party like it's your birthday. We gonna sip a coffee like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give a fuck, cause that's your birthday. <laughs> you find me in the club, bottle full of bubb. Mama, I got what you need if you need to fill the balls. I'm gonna have a sex, I ain't gonna make it love, so come give me a hug. Oh, yeah, classic. Uh... You know,
0: I just listen to this last week. It's a great song. <laughs> Holds up well. Might be one of his best.
2: Fifty Cent within the club. So what else random happened uh, in the year two, thousand three, guys? It's really crazy. So the first episode of The OC aired in August of two thousand three. That's that's a big one, right? That's a good one. Seth Seth Cohen. Madonna kissed Britney Spears at the MTV VMA awards. That was kind of creepy. Wow. You know, everyone remembers that one. Uh, Of course, the Steve Bartman incident happened, lifelong Cubs fan who, of course, uh, became a national pariah after interfering with that foul ball in Game 6 of the 2003 uh, National League uh, Finals there. Aaron Ralston, that was the year Aaron Ralston, while hiking in Utah, was forced to amputate his right arm in order to free himself from under a boulder. Of course, that became the film 127 Hours with James Franco. And maybe one of the most random things to happen in 2003 that I find hilarious, guys. So that was the year that Robert Downey Jr. uh, thanked Burger King for getting him off drugs. So in 2003, with a car full of drugs, he had a burger so disgusting, reportedly, that it made him rethink his life and dump the drugs in the ocean, and then he became Iron Man, guys, and now he's a, a billionaire. So... Don't do drugs, guys, or or just dump the drugs in the ocean if it's if it's bad. So, uh, two thousand three, guys, what a year! Uh, we're gonna talk films, though, guys. Let's let's get it started. I want to It's gonna be high and tight tonight. We only have four rounds, so we're just gonna get to it with the two thousand three fantasy movie
1: draft. No! Hey, I'm just lying around. Shit! What is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? You guys
3: stink. Sometimes you gotta say, what the fuck? Make your move. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. I want you to play
2: dirty if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the ribs. Oh, yeah. Don't let that bastard
3: breathe. Concentrate, focus, power. Remember, balance. Make goof fight. Keep your
1: heads up. Play proud. Hey!
2: Okay, here we go. Uh as a year guys, before we get to the picks, let's not, you know, let's not break the rules and reveal any titles before we're actually drafting them. What do you guys think about the year as a whole? I think it's a pretty Is it, strong it year. Right? <laughs> there, that's differing opinions. Dave, uh Drew, what do you think? I was shocked watching looking at
4: this list and going through and making my list at how I would say how many absolute classics there were in 2003, unbeknownst to me when I was going through the list. Uh, there were just
1: some really solid films in 2003. Okay. Well, there's a lot of really good films in 2003. I think there's a lot of high-ranked winners. And then noticing, again, as I was doing some research, there's quite a few that I would consider very much guilty pleasure films, but probably not draft-worthy. <laughs> Yeah. So as I know, everyone loves
2: when I talk about my mock draft list. But as I look at my mock draft list, I see like an obvious maybe round, maybe round and a half of movies. And then after that, it's like, okay, what's your what's your guilty pleasure? What, (laughs) you know, what do you like? Because there's a lot of like, solid, you know, B, you know, B minus movies in here. So Th- that's gr- I think
3: that's that's the tough thing that I think is that there are a lot of movies uh from this year that I am really, really super fond of. There's one in particular that I will watch constantly, but you think, well, okay, I feel that way, but do, do other people feel that way about that movie? And that's how I find a lot of these films. No. So you're like, oh, should I put it on there because I really, really love it or should should I go with something that's more mainstream? And there's another super popular movie on mm-hmm. here, which I'm actually not a fan of, but – heaps mm. of people are so mm.
2: it's it's the classic head head over heart head over heart what do you do heart overhead yeah um yep. it, it's it's gonna be great guys i can't wait to talk movies let's get started with round one again ryan has the first pick of the entire 2003 films draft ryan what are you gonna go with
0: man? uh you know gidget picked this lineup and um i think i've been thinking about it you know for the hour i guess because we took forever to get this lineup um and i've been like stewing over a couple films but i think i'm just overthinking it and i'm gonna go with obviously lord of the rings the return of the king um i'm i'm going to go with the obvious number 1 i mean besides it being one of the best films i saw when i was growing up and an end to one of the greatest trilogies of all time it is also the best picture winner for 2003 uh a kind of a crazy time when uh the favorite film of everyone also wins the oscar and Yes, I know it has a bajillion endings, um, but it also has a ton of great moments, great battle sequences, uh, amazing character payoffs that I think all of those endings work. It gets me every time, uh, especially the, the you bow to no man, uh, scene. I think that is one of those scenes that just breaks my heart. And, uh, it's, it's a perfect film and a perfect way to end that trilogy. Uh, so lord of the rings return of the king
2: all right well this is like the of course the third time this has come up on uh, in this tournament lord of the rings uh, this was at the at the top of my list i think this is a pretty obvious one what does everyone else think
4: yeah this was a this was a no-brainer pick i think um pretty easy
2: first round pick uh no question
1: yeah 100 percent
2: gidget what do you think of uh return of the king
3: it i'm going to be controversial it's actually i'm glad that ryan picked that uh that's why i made him go first <laughs> uh because it's actually it's actually i i know that would have been the smart pick but it's actually my least favorite of the three films my favorite Ooh. is absolutely the first one um and i think it was given the best picture summing up all three mm. but it should this movie have won the best picture oscar i don't think so i think the first one should have so there you go
0: Ooh, slam Gidget's a fan, of, Gidget's a fan of walking um, From what we can tell um, She's got a nice Fitbit over there and uh, just walking around I
3: just, I just, I just think that there were scenes in this movie That just seemed less authentic than in the first movie You could see the CGI in this movie And you couldn't in the first one
0: well yeah, well yeah, there's a ghost army. <laughs>
3: Come on. I mean that's badass. Um, but
0: uh no, I, I I like I like the first two entries, but I think if we're talking about when they were released in two thousand and three also and we're not uh including the extended editions, you know, this is a much better just theatrical experience than the first uh Lord of the Rings, which I think is enhanced only by the extended editions. The theatrical version of that film, to me, is not that great and what was added to that movie makes it a good film uh this on its own is a fantastic film and i don't think it was a sympathy vote i don't think it was one of those where they are trying to award the trilogy i think return of the king is such an epic wonderful fantastic film on its own that it deserved it and uh based off the films that it went up against which were some good films uh, it, it, it is heads and above the best film of, of 2003.
2: Well, I, I think it's a great pick here in the one spot. We're going to see how it does for Ryan. We're not going to see him for a while. We're going to go next in the lineup to Gidget, who has her round one pick. What are you going to uh, choose, Gidget?
3: All right, I'm tossing up between three movies, Uh, but I, I am actually going to go with my Pixar pick, and that's Finding Nemo. All
2: right, okay. Uh, why Finding Nemo here, Gidget?
3: I think it's charming. It's not my f- it's not my all time favorite Pixar movie. That would be Wally and Ratatouille. But I just think it's such a charming movie. I think it appeals to a lot of people. I think it's Pixar are very good at doing children's movies that adults can really enjoy as well, and that the, they. They're very good at putting the humor in and the emotion in. And, uh, yeah, it's just a just an overall just charming movie. And I think a lot of people like it. So M- here we go.
2: Made, made a lot of money at the box office in 2003. This is one of the ones I, I said, that yeah, in a round one. There's some r- obvious round one picks. What does everyone think about Finding Nemo in the two spot here?
1: Drew, Dave? find any <laughs> yeah, no. T- it's tumbleweed i just saw a, a tumbleweed go by <laughs> no, no, no no it's it's a cute movie i think it's i think it's a uh, a good pick for round 1 um it, it would have been my pick but it's definitely on my you know top 5 of the of the choices it's it's cute it's it's endearing i think it definitely gathers that sense of urgency if a parent loses their child and you know a kid wanting to get back to the family it's a cute movie.
2: I mean some great voice acting from Albert Brooks and of course L- Ellen DeGeneres in that
3: movie. Hey, Mr. Grumpy Gills. When life gets you down, you know what you gotta do? I don't want to know what you gotta do. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. What do we do? We swim, swim. Dorino singing. Do I love to swim in Dorino when
1: you
0: walk. To swim, you want see? To I'm gonna deep-ball. get stuck now with that song. Now it's in my
3: head. Sorry,
2: great movie to watch in the theater. I still remember seeing it the first time, so
0: yeah, I agree. Okay, I- and
3: it was, it was especially exciting for us Australians seeing uh, a Hollywood Pixar American movie, and it's like, oh, Australia, you know, they mentioned us, yeah, We gotta mention, woo, and there was w- Australian actors in it, and yeah, it was that's awesome. So, there was that as well.
0: Yeah, I will agree with you though, Gidget. It is not my favorite Pixar film. I, actually, my favorite Pixar film is The Incredibles. And, uh, I, I do like Finding Nemo. I do think that though, with that sequel coming out, I think it, it's, it's soured my opinion on the original. I haven't seen the original in, in about like two years, three years, uh, since that, that one came out. And, um, definitely Finding Nemo is obviously better than Finding Dory, but I think that, um, it's, it's not, the one pixar film or pixar films within that decade that i go to and i'm like that's the one i love the most so i think it's a solid pick i just don't think it's like you said the best pixar movie and mm-hmm. um in in the decade
2: throwing bows throwing bows guys <laughs> you know, uh, i already. mean she admitted
0: she admitted it wasn't her favorite either so uh, yeah saying.
3: exactly it's on disney plus guys finding dory either so yeah, yeah. uh
2: all right yeah. well We'll see how it goes
1: for Gidget. Uh, Drew Hallam's got the, his, his round one pick. Drew, what are you going to go with, man? So I'm going to go with the beginning of a lovely franchise that has a iconic soundtrack. And I cannot think of anything better than Pirates of the Caribbean Curse of the Black Pearl.
2: Right. A lot of words here. A lot of words here, Drew. You you talk about why you picked this while
1: <laughs> I told away trying to get in this little box, man. <laughs> Just put Curse of the Black Pearl. Uh, I, I really enjoy the film. I think Johnny Depp being one of the best character actors that we can have you know, portray uh, Jack Sparrow, and then you have iconic actors like Orlando Bloom and Kieran Knightley, but more importantly like Jeffrey Rush. And it's just it's fun. It's quotable. The soundtrack is amazing. It got nominated for quite a few Oscars for, you know, sound composition and uh, sound editing and makeup. It's just it's fun. It's it's a lot to uh, bring into the idea of it all inspired from a Disneyland ride.
2: Well, if, if we're going to talk about Finding Dory, kind of souring Finding Nemo, uh, holy oh cow, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, what a, <laughs> a what a slope downward
1: that was. Well, we're, that's why we're not only talking about the first one. <laughs> you know that's not we how it works here, here Drew. Though? <laughs> uh, no,
2: I, I thought the, the, the first one was wonderful. I even liked the second one a lot. Uh, so, But after that, it was wildly diminishing returns. What does everyone think about Pirates here in, in round one? Yeah, this was a solid pick. I just, you know, I think it's the only
4: one really worth mentioning. Two was okay, but it really drops off for the third, fourth, and fifth film. Uh, This is far and away the best, the best of the series, and the only one really worth watching. So it's a it's a good first round pick.
0: I'm like, am I controversial? I guess in that I like the first three Pirates of the Caribbean films. I like the the trilogy that Gore Provinsky did yes the last two films have been garbage uh especially the Rob Marshall one the fourth one with Penelope Cruz that is a bad movie um but I, I I I just think that that franchise is is anybody thinks about it they think of the more recent entries um but I will say that it is a good pick because that that first film was a complete surprise um and Johnny Depp That's one of the best performances he ever did. And and you speak of Oscar nominations. He was nominated for an Oscar for that film. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's a very solid round one pick. Um, I, I thought of it more of a second round pick, but I can understand it. Someone snatching it up because it, it is a popular film.
2: I think it's, I think it's a great round one pick, Drew. So, uh, but Dave, who has the, the last pick of round one and then he gets the next pick after that. He gets two in a row. Dave, I, I'm very interested in what you're going to pick uh, with these two picks because I think you you could win the whole draft here with what you might have left. What do you go with your round one pick first? All right, so
4: my first pick here is actually another first film in a in a series. Um, I, I got to go with Kill Bill Volume One. There we go. Oh, damn it. Okay. Damn it. Um. That- easily the best i I, for in my opinion it's the best of the two um obviously i think two is is pretty close but uh, this is just an iconic film Uh, like there are so many sequences that just it just burned in my memory from years and years and years of watching this film it's
2: just an absolute classic wow i was i was afraid that was gonna drop to round two and i was gonna be like where are your guys you know (laughs) film twitter cards let me take them away from you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, Jay Ledbetter would never have let this drop so so far down. So uh, oh no
0: no 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 no, my friend. I talked to him. He said it was a second round pick for him. Uh, so he's wrong. And when he yeah, comes up so. in this
2: tournament, I'm going to tell him. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I think it's a steal here. Uh, what, what does everyone else think? Besides Jay Ledbetter, of course.
3: I love this movie. <laughs> I love this movie so much. And that was what I was I was tossing up between Finding Nemo and Kill Bill Volume One. I love. Uh, Kill Bill Volume 1 is a, a perfect Tarantino movie for me and the more I've watched Kill Bill 2, the more I really, really like it. So now when I re-watch them, I watch 1 and then straight after 2. But, yeah, look, uh, it's my favourite Tarantino movie, so there you go
0: yeah no i i I love Quentin Tarantino as a director um most people that follow me know that um and uh I love Kill Bill. I think that the Kill Bill films together are his are his greatest piece of work that he's ever done and um it was the film that I was wrestling with as well for the number one overall pick um so I was hoping that it might drop. I know it would probably not. Um so I I congratulate you sir on on taking it it's a it's a great film. Um just I mean the the action sequence alone with her in the crazy 88 it's just extraordinary. Like I mean one of the best action sequences of all time.
1: Is that what I think it is? You didn't think it was going to be that easy, did you?
3: You know for a second there? Yeah. I kind of did. Silly rabbit. Tricks are
2: for cats. Uh, yep. All right. W- what a round, but it's time for round two, which means Dave gets another pick right off of that. We're snaking around this draft board. Dave, what do you got here in the two spot?
4: All right. So for my round two pick, um, I'm actually going to go with uh, with a movie that sort of, for me, solidified this actor as not just kind of like the comedic goofball. Um, it's It's Lost in Translation.
2: Ooh. Pool up here in in round two. Why, why here in round two, lost in translation? I just, this movie for me,
4: and so I I refer to, I refer to the Royal Tannenbaums a couple of years before with the same act, you know, Bill Murray, he was, he was good in that movie, but I think this movie solidified him as he, he could play, he could play this part and not have to kind of be that off the wall, Goofy guy, he was just so good in this movie. He played it so well, and right up against Scarlett Johansson, it's just it's it's one of the best movies of the year, in my opinion.
2: Uh, if if we did a, a best karaoke scenes in movies draft, this would probably be high on my list. Uh, oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. in two thousand three, this is I think this is a little high
0: high though for me. What does everyone think think about this? This is a dark horse film to be pulling in the second round. I mean. Yeah. I was, I, I, I I love this movie. Don't get me wrong. And Bill Murray is phenomenal in it. But (laughs) this is like a fourth round pick for me, man. This is like to end a draft kind of uh, film and a, a very niche. Audience, uh, I'm not saying that people don't love Bill Murray, um, but I don't know how many people have actually seen Lost in Translation. It's one of those films that people say, "Oh, I respect that film," but you kind of deep down know they haven't actually really seen it, you know, because <laughs> they don't talk about it that Gidget, much. Gidget, what do what do
2: you about think it. about Lost in Translation,
1: Gidget?
3: I've seen it. I enjoyed it. I've never seen it again. Yeah, it's yeah. not to me. It's not a repeat viewing movie. Um, once Off is Enough. And, it, yeah, I'm a huge Bill Murray fan. Uh, I prefer Bill Murray when he's being funny, Bill Murray. Um, but he is a very good, serious actor. Um, I like Scarlett Johansson as an actress. I think Sofia Coppola is a very, very good director, much better mm-hmm. director than she is an actress. Um, but, yeah, it's just I, – I, I agree. Just not, I... <laughs> it's
0: just Some Godfather 3 right there.
3: <laughs> oh, Oh, dear. Oh, so bad! And I'm such a fan of Andy Garcia. I've got—I've always had a thing for Andy Garcia, and to see him slobbing all over her in Godfather Three, I was just like, "Oh, I can't!" It's oh. Just,
2: oh. I, so, so Dave, you took this in round two. I got one more question before we move on. What do you think he said to her in that final scene of that movie?
4: I—I I don't think he said anything. I think he just whispered a bunch of gibberish and walked away.
2: <laughs> well, that's not fun, Dave. Damn! Come on, come on man.
3: I, I think he whispered to her. Oh, by the way, you're going to
2: be Black Widow. Well done. <laughs> ooh, ooh, that would have be been cool. Uh, all right. Well, we're here. We'll see how it, how it goes with Dave. We'll, we're not going to hear from him in a while. We're going to stick all the way around back to him. But Drew Hallam, you got Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, with your round one pick.
1: Round two, what are you going to go with? So I'm going to go with a, uh, a rather beautiful love story between father and son. And I'm going to go with uh, Tim Burton's Big Fish.
3: Ooh.
1: Wow. Ooh. wow! So yeah, we're just going,
2: we're going wild here. Like I said, it was like a round Whoa. one, and I was like, it, it, "It's what
1: you like." It's gonna, it's gonna get weird. So why, why big fish here, Drew? I really enjoy fantastic storytelling, and I think maybe Big Fish is a bit personal for me because I see a lot of my father in Albert Finney's character, and. It not only I think it's a fantastically shot film, Um, like I said, beautiful storytelling. Tim Burton's like, you know, his essence is all over it with the characterization of different elements and, you know, personas throughout the film. It also, you know, spawned a wonderful uh, stage musical. And it's just it's just it's a very, you know, it's good storytelling. I mean, that's really kind of all I can kind of sum it up to. It's just it's a fun film for me.
2: One of those waterworks films for a lot of people. I hear this, you know, making them cry. What does everyone else think about this in round two, though?
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, yeah, that's That is another Gidget burn. Um, I think uh, it's that a
3: nice it- movie. It's a it's a nice movie. It's just I don't think many people have seen it. To be honest.
0: Yeah, it's one of those Tim Burton movies. It's a better Tim Burton film of recent, like of the recent decades. Yeah, it's because um, obviously he, he was playing in the nineties. Yeah, he became yeah.
2: his, his big slide. Like this is one of those. Yeah. Like, there's actually people, you know, human beings in this one. So
0: yeah, like he actually cares about like the story <laughs> and making us do something interesting. Um, and now we Finney's fantastic. Ewan McGregor's really good in the performance as well as playing the older version of Finney. But yeah, man, like, this is not a second round pick. This is, and, but I understand that it's personal to you, but I mean, like, that's a, man, these are some reaches. I'll tell you. We, we, we got a lot
2: of,
3: plus, ho- plus, a plus it was an original storyline. And I think Tim Burton's a lot better with that. Like, Edward Scissorhands and, and movies like this and Big Fish. At the, it's, he, he just kind of went off the rails when he started doing remakes. Oh, of yeah. Previous stories. Yeah. And or- he needs to get back into that, an original story that we haven't heard of before movie. He- so if you're he- listening, Tim... Take my advice. <laughs> he likes he
2: likes that money too much. He's like, okay, I'll just count my money over here, Gidget, what, whatever. So,
3: yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Can't blame him on that one, really. <laughs> so
2: uh, Drew took Big Fish here in round two, which means it's Gidget's pick, her second pick of the entire draft. She took Finding Nemo in round one. What do you got here, Gidget?
3: Oh, I, look, I'll be honest. I'm I like some of this movie, and there's some of this movie I really don't like. But I know it's massively popular, so I'm going to go with Love Actually. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes.
1: Christmas is all around me. And so the
2: of surprises here in round two why why love actually here
3: um i just everyone i know loves this movie like when when it's on tv in australia twitter just explodes everyone's watching it It, every time they play it on tv it just rates out the wazoo i know uh, my podcast partner angry man it's one of his favorites from this year um and and look it's it's you know I, i prefer four weddings and a funeral and um notting hill over, over About this, time. as I said, there's, yeah. there's just bits in this movie that I roll my eyes at, and I just think there was too many storylines. I like the the Emma Thompson and Alan Rickman storyline. I like the Hugh Grant uh, as Prime Minister storyline. Um, but um, yeah, the other, the other storylines, I'm just like, Pfft. but. That's my pick, and I'm sticking by it. <laughs> I, I,
2: I think Love Actually is kind of like those like mini, you know, you go to the grocery store and get those mini breakfast cereals where you get the variety pack. You
3: know,
2: you might not like this one, but this one's kind of good. And, like, you know you're going to be entertained over the week of cereals. So, I, it, I think it's, uh, it's become like a perennial favorite. Uh, everywhere yeah. for Christmas, so I think it's a strong pick. I don't know about round two; we'll have to see about that. So, everyone is everyone surprised by this pick?
4: I don't think I'm surprised by the pick. It's a great movie. It's my my wife and I's go to Christmas movie every year. We watch it the same you know same day every year. It's an absolute classic. It may be a little high, but i i definitely uh, I definitely think
2: that it may not have lasted much longer. Mm. All right. We will see. We will see. We we we've uh we're at the end of round two. We finally snaked, snaked, snook, snook, snaked. Is <laughs> snake a word? Chrissy, is snake a uh, word? Yeah, sure. Snake. We'll, we'll we snaked it. around. Snake's a word. Uh, he t- he took Lord of the Rings: Return of the King with the first pick of the entire draft. He he's got his second
0: pick. Uh, you've been thinking about this, Ryan. What do you, what do you go with, man? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of shocked that this movie is still on the board, and I'm taking X two. There um, we go. Okay. Grab I mean, a franchise. Guys, yeah. I mean, guys, regardless of where the X-Men franchise is right now, this is one of the best comic book movies of all time. Absolutely. Like, it, it, this is, this is why we love the X-Men, why we hope the X-Men can be good is because of movies like this. It, 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 it takes the, Ideas and everything in the first film and it enhances it with more action and more human emotion and, uh, a really interesting story. You know, you have the, the first time with William Stryker played by Brian Cox. He's fantastic. Um, you get great performances from, uh, Hugh Jackman, Ian McKellen. Uh, you know, it's, it's just a well-rounded comic book movie and so much fun and Nightcrawler. I mean, for, mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. love of God, that that opening sequence in the White House is so ahead of its time and so much fun. And before Quicksilver, that was the definitive scene of the franchise. And uh, I mean, it's it's a really good film. It's my favorite X-Men film uh and i don't know how you guys let it slip this far but i'm Here, so here's thankful the, that here's you guys the thing did.
2: ryan here's the thing franchise you said it a couple of times and and that's why it's a good pick ryan's grabbing all the franchises and people do that a lot because if you grab the franchise if people just like the franchise you'd be like oh i know what that is i like that unless it's like the worst film of the franchise which this is the opposite of. This is one of the best. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's a good pick, Ryan. Uh, but we're, we're, we're going to continue to move along because, uh, uh, we've got four rounds, but it's time for round three and you get another pick off of that. I see some, some other franchises, some genre films, maybe. I, I'm wondering what you go with this next pick. This might be make or break for your draft. What do you got, man?
0: This is a, this is a pick that I think is more along the line of, of what Gidget did in the last round. And she went, with a holiday classic and so i'm gonna go with i think an even bigger holiday classic which is elf who the heck
1: are you okay. what are you talking about i'm santa claus no you're not uh, why, why of course i am
2: <laughs>
1: you're santa what song did i sing for you on your birthday this year uh, happy birthday of course
4: <laughs> uh, so uh how old are you son you're a big boy. What's your name? And uh, what can I get you for Christmas? Don't tell him what you want. He's a liar. Let the kid talk. You disgust me. How can you live with yourself?
0: Just cool it, Zippy.
4: You sit on a throne of lies.
0: I think that Elf is one of Will Ferrell's funniest films. Mm -hmm. I think that is a film that you don't have to play at the holidays in order to laugh at. I think that that is a universally year-round film that is completely funny and sweet and charming and just one of those films that I can understand why it is played so much during the holidays because it is so rewatchable. And Will Ferrell is at his best. he's is completely over the top in this performance. James Kahn is, is fantastic. Um, uh, young uh, uh, Zoe Deschanel in it as well uh just a great movie and uh one that i think everyone is gonna watch during the holidays uh coming up and one that's uh that we'll watch for for a long period of time and it's just funny as hell so yeah elf is my number three pick for time
2: three. timeless timeless movie the 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 first movie that my wife Christy and i ever watched together love elf was there one thing about elf here in round three
3: Great movie. I love it. I love Elf. I was, that I was tossing up between Love Actually yeah. and Elf. Um, John, and plus John Favreau is now, I think he's considered a god now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: At least after in the, Disney studios, the, he is. the
3: Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk and, about counting count money, and, count know, money.
2: Uh, he's also counting his money. So. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, he just has the magic touch and he directed this film, um, and it's it is. It's just again, a really charming, enjoyable film and anybody of any age can watch this movie and enjoy
2: mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's it's crazy that Love Actually and Elf came out in the same year. Because so, I, I think those are both are gonna kinda last for a while. There's
3: another Christmas movie too on the list.
2: Ooh, let's not let not let not yet. Come on, guys! <laughs> uh, uh, I, I can hear it. So I think it's a good pick, Ryan. Gidget might might be in the Christmas spirit again. She's already got one Christmas movie. Well, I, that that would be super surprising. But Gidget, what do you got for round three?
3: You're an angry elf. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, do I go with the one that I just watch continually? But I don't know whether I don't. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I am going to go with. School of Rock.
0: Ooh. Ah. Hmm. Very good.
2: You, you go. You go with a lot. Yeah, Finding Nemo, Love Actually, School of Rock. You're, you're going with kind of the light family type fair. Well, Love Actually doesn't have, have some family type. Fare.
0: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's some storylines in there yeah, that yeah. are not very family friendly.
2: <laughs> are you, you're in a going, good mood. I'm going
3: with fluffy picks. <laughs> so,
2: so why School of Rock I know here?
3: That. Uh, look, I just think I think it's one of Jack Black's best movies, along with Bernie. Um, oh, yeah. I think that the kids are great. They don't come across as precocious, which is really nice to see in a movie with kids. Um, great music, really great music, and I, uh, I just think you know, I mean, it's it's just it's become huge. I mean, it's a stage musical hit right here in Australia right now, um, and I think people just get a lot of joy out of it. And and Jack Black doesn't overplay it; he's been rained down a bit. He's less less Jackie, um, in this movie. He's more controlled, and yeah, again, I like, lo- I, I just like, really like the music, and I think, yeah, it's a, it's a fun, good fun movie again for the whole family. So,
2: yeah, I, I, I love it. I love all those movies where, uh, you know, kids are are being taught how you know badass and cool. The arts are, you know, in schools, and, and I think School of Rock yeah. is one of the one of the best examples. Sister Act two, Back in the Habit, that's another good <laughs> one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> plus, I think, plus, I think all the kids in the movie actually do play the instruments.
2: I know yeah. and, and mm-hmm. it's just so, a, yeah. a, f- a fun, joyous film, and I, I think it's a good pick here in round three. Is everyone else? I mean, it's hard to dislike School of Rock.
0: Come on, yeah,
2: yeah. No, that's of a rock. Great. it's a
0: good film. Yeah, it's one of Linklater's like hidden gems like people forget that that is directed by richard linklater the guy that did boyhood the guy that did the before trilogy like it's it's his most commercial hit and it's it's a good pick Gidget.
3: Jo- thank you joan cusack
2: <laughs> it, she's in that film as well there's a lot of really it's- good actors in, in that film and and i love you gave a shout out to bernie by the way i love that movie as well Gidget. So,
3: oh, so good. Another Linklater so, film.
0: Yeah, Another Linklater film.
3: Yeah. They're
2: good together. Jack Black and Linklater. So I think it's a good pick here in round three.
1: Uh Drew Hallam
2: has his round three
1: pick, man. W- what are you going to go with? So I'm going to go with a bit of a drama. And I'm going to have Sean Penn, 10 Robbins, and Kevin Bacon take me home to Mystic River.
2: J- oh, Jesus my Christ, Drew. You went big fish to Mystic River. I'm going to cut my wrists over <laughs> here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Holy shit! I still remember walking out of this movie.
3: And Drew's gone depressed.
2: (laughs) I don't think I've ever been more depressed walking out of a film. So why, why, just
1: why, Drew? Why, why this in round three? (laughs) I think it's it. It just has. I mean, one, it has one of the more impactful scenes, and it's probably you know the the one that everyone knows, where Sean Penn is just screaming like, "Is that my daughter in there?" And is that my it's daughter, just so is it? emotional. It's just it's just a hard-hitting film. It has a great cast. And I mean, it actually is keeping a better score on like Rotten Tomatoes. It's good.
2: It's a good film. This is like uh you Drew's in the darkness and Gidget again is like super happy with their films. What is going <laughs> what is going on tonight? Is this intentional, guys? Is this like uh, the island of lost you know yin and yang here. Uh, uh, Mystic River in round three. Was there one thing?
4: Uh, I I've only seen this movie once, and and it was it was it was enough. I think yeah, for exactly. me, uh, it's a it's a it's a great movie. Don't get me wrong, but I just I it's oh man, that's a tough watch. Uh,
0: yeah, oh yeah, I God. agree. I agree. That's like so. it's one of the most depressing films I think I've ever seen. Uh it's it's a really good movie, but it's not one I'm like, Hey kids, let's let's all sit around and watch Mystic River. Um (laughs) um, I Drew, I can't wait for people to to read this draft board and be like, Okay,
2: pirates?
0: Oh, big fish! Oh,
2: god! Mystic River. Like he got sadder
0: and sadder as the podcast went. You know, I
2: can't. I can't wait for round four with Drew, but we'll 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 see the
1: wild card. (laughs) We'll see. Dave,
2: Dave, you got your round three pick. Uh, what are you gonna choose, dude? Uh, so I'm gonna lighten it up a
4: little bit with my with my round three pick, and uh, I'm gonna go with um one of the funniest comedies probably of the decade was uh old school.
2: There we go. A film I actually like. So before, you know, before Todd Phillips started to hate the world back in the day uh, with old school. When he could make comedy, he really got all that, you know, whatever he was doing. Uh, Old school here in round three. Why, Dave? It's... To me, this, so this coupled
4: with Elf kind of signaled the apex of the Will Ferrell era before he really started making some interesting choices with his films. Uh, just one of the most quotable, I think it's one of his most quotable films. Uh, you know, You're My Boy Blue... Um, it, Memorable scenes throughout. It's just, it's, it's, it's one of the best comedies probably of the last decade.
0: Wait, yo, man, come hit this right here. You need to hit this. Oh yeah. Hit that. Hit that.
2: No, I appreciate it, but I told my wife I wouldn't drink tonight. Besides, I got a big day tomorrow. But, but you guys have a great time. It's a big day. You're doing what? Well, um, actually, pretty nice little Saturday. We're uh, we're gonna go to Home Depot. Yeah, buy some wallpaper. Maybe get some flooring. Like that, maybe
1: bed, bath, and beyond. I don't know. I
2: don't know if we'll have enough time. Uh, old school, love the movie. It has one of our, our favorite uh, b- uh trivia bits associated with our podcast. One of our best friends, her name is Aaron, is the, the woman in the scene where uh, Frank the Tank like really erupts at, at that party and mm-hmm. he licks a girl straight across the face. And that's our friend Aaron. So we we love to talk about that because we, you know, it's a fun film. Frank, everything Will Ferrell does in that movie, the the scenes where he goes to the the, the therapist with his wife, you know, everything about it, I love. Uh, so I love it that you picked it here. We needed a a palate cleanser after Mystic River, and old school is it. So. <laughs> Uh, I think it's a good pick. I think it's a good pick. Vince Vaughn, of course, is great. The, the whole cast in that movie is great. So I think it's a fun time. But guys, again, we've got one more round. Round four. The, the lightning round, as we call it. We used to have a round five. We're going quicker tonight with round four. It's a wild card round. Dave, you got your last pick of this draft, man. This is a tournament. This is important. What are you gonna go with here in round four?
4: so i it was a toss-up i had three films for right round four pick, so i'm gonna land on this one it's it's a sequel uh and to my in my opinion it's better than the original um uh, bad boys 2
2: whoa oh. Oh, Lord. Bad boys, what? A, the third one's coming. So third one's good, coming. Good marketing for the film, Dave. <laughs> I hope you got paid handsomely to do this. Whoa. <laughs> this is your so why the wild card round with Bad Boys Two? I just remember watching this
4: in theaters and having such a good time. It's, I mean, it's, it's bloated. It's overlong. It's completely asinine and ridiculous, but I remember having such a blast watching this. And I watch it probably once a year, just throw it on in the background while I'm doing some
2: stuff. It's just, it's such a good, good, fun movie. I mean, that highway scene with the bodies and stuff is yeah. worth the price of admission yes. alone. Like anyone that would think that that was a good, idea and a thing to do and then just went as far as they did with that scene. Uh, it deserves props. Michael Absolutely. Bay deserves props for that. So, uh, Gidget, what do you think? Drew, what do you think about Bad Boys 2?
3: Um, well, I'm sort of writing down who's picking what and I write down uh, Dave, Bad Boys 2, WTF. <laughs>
2: oh.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not a fan of Bad so Boys I'll, 2. I'll,
3: I'll just leave it at that.
2: All right. Fair enough. <laughs> there we go, uh, another gadget slam here in round four. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I I actually like both Bad Boys. I'm excited about the third one too. You know, so uh, Will Smith needs a hit. L- uh, let's just pray that Will Smith has a hit with Bad Boys Three. Uh, we will see if Dave has a hit, uh, taking it here in the wild card round with two. Drew Hallam, uh, dude. Mystic River in round 3. We uh, we might never relive that one. But uh I, I I'm looking at all the options. I I don't see like a you know uh uh anything more depressing than that, but I'm sure that you could probably pick one. Uh what do you Can got here with your wild, your wild card pick, Drew, man?
3: Drew, Drew Drew is actually just upset that Schindler's List wasn't released. <laughs> <laughs> Re-
2: Requiem for a Dream here in round 4 with Drew.
3: <laughs> Come and see. Yeah, he's just like ah oh. Where's the, where's the next depressing movie?
0: Where's 12 Years a Slave when you need it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. No. I mean, ra- round four is going to be purely uh, a guilty pleasure film for me. And I can't walk away without you know submitting uh, one of my favorite genres, which is horror. And I'm going to go with Freddy vs. Jason because that's just my guilty pleasure. <laughs> yes! You're back, Drew! Yes!
2: <laughs> Fucking love this movie, buddy. Why here in round four?
1: <sighs> okay. Well, I mean, I didn't think anyone was going to go for it because it's not exactly everyone's favorite. I absolutely love it because of absolutely how absurd it is. And it was the first horror film that we had two head honchos of the horror genre duking it out and still not having an ultimate decision at the end of the movie with, you know, Robert England just winking at the camera. <laughs>
2: This was like the Super Bowl in the, in the theaters for me, man. I was so <laughs> excited. And, dude, it is ridiculous, and I love it. It's on Hulu now, and I'm so excited yep. to watch it. Uh, <laughs> what? I almost don't want to even go to the rest of you guys if you're going to bash Freddy versus Jason, but I think it's a great wild card pick. What does everyone else think? No, I love this movie. It's a, it's
4: It's a great movie. It's so... <laughs> So <laughs> ridiculous, stupid, so, so stupid, but just God, God, if it isn't such a good time. <laughs> if yep. if
2: you don't watch the cornfield scene in the middle of that movie with Jason just like lighting shit on fire and, and like teenagers not knowing what to do with themselves. It, I mean, God, it just brings a smile to my face. I, I love that Drew picked this after Big, Big Fish and Mystic River. I don't know if it's going to save your draft, but uh, uh, yeah. There you go. Freddy versus Jason. If you've never seen it, watch it. It's on Hulu right now. So, uh, Gidget Von LaRue, you, you got your last pick here in the draft. This is a tourney. You, you, you're very competitive. I know you want to advance. What are you going to go with your last pick?
3: All right. I'm 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 really sad that it's not a five-rounder because I really want both of these movies on here. So, I've, I've just had to rip the Band-Aid off. And I am going with my – this is the movie that I mentioned right at the top – that I watch all the time, like it's 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 my repeat viewing movie. Even if even though I own the DVD, if it's on TV, even if it's halfway through, I have to sit down and watch it. So I've talked it up a lot, and I'm going with Runaway Jury. What? <laughs> what? Yep.
2: If I could have picked a hundred films from
3: your <laughs> set
2: your setup for for this movie. I I wouldn't have picked Runaway Jury. why, why Runaway Jury here in in round 4?
3: I love it. It's it's my favorite of the John Grisham movies and I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't live with myself if I didn't put it on my list. And and I was tossing up between that and a uh comedy by Christopher Guest. Um but uh the I the only reason I didn't go with the Christopher Guest one is cuz I think there's a better Christopher Guest movie. So, uh, yeah, I just I love it. I'm a big John Cusack fan. Uh, I think he's great in it. Uh, Gene Hackman's in it. The acting is superb. I think the subject matter is very interesting and very relevant. And I I just think yeah, it's my my favorite of all those type of movies.
2: Wow, mm. I think there was just a run of John Grisham movies that just kind of like. Solidified into like a mush for me. They just all kind of yeah. run together. And, and this was one of them. What does everyone think about this?
0: I don't know about this one, Gidget. What does everyone think about this in round four? This ended the John Grisham kind of train, this movie. Um, but I, I like the movie. Gidget's right. Like if you watch it, it's one of the last performances from Gene Hackman that we have. Um and it's like him and Dustin Hoffman shooting scenery, Rachel Weiss, John Cusack. Um, but being drafted in this draft made me <laughs> laugh. I mean, like you have to really like Runaway Jury. Um, uh, I don't think it is the best John Grisham novel uh, adaptation. I, I think like, that's I like a Panican time to Reef kill as
3: well. Yeah, I think Kill. I like that one as well, but this, this rainmaker. This
2: is my yeah, I, I, rainmaker I just think very good. The, the, he's got so many that it's just you get confused. I think Pelican Brief. They is run. More, they run along. Normal. You are right. So I I don't yeah. know. We'll 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 see. There's a lot of surprises in in the draft tonight. So it's going to be like I said a a personal decision, hard overhead between every voter what they think about everyone's list. But we we got one more pick. In the 2003 draft and that goes to Ryan. Uh, Ryan,
0: there's a lot of really good movies left, man. What are you going to go with? Yeah, there are a ton of good movies. The, she, Gidget is right. This should have been a five round game. Um, because <laughs> I have like six on my board that I would love to draft. Um, but I think I'm going to go head over heart. Uh, I heart got me in trouble last time. And, um, and I think I made a couple heart picks last time. So I'm going to make a head pick. And while I still enjoy this movie though, I'm going to take the Italian job. Oh, Um,
2: Oh. hmm. seems kind of safe. I think what, okay, go. Why, why the Italian job?
0: It's such a fun movie. I mean, you got Mark Wahlberg, Charlize Theron, most death. Seth Green and Jason Statham. Oh, and by the way, the bad guy is Edward Norton. I mean, it is a stacked cast and it's so much fun. It is one of those movies that came around around this era, made a ton of money. It was a big hit. It still plays, I think a lot of like what the Fast and Furious franchise does now imitates a lot of what this movie was trying to go for in terms of like building that team and having that camaraderie and the idea of family and all that other stuff and having a really interesting villain. And it's one of those movies that I can watch all the time and I want a sequel for. Like this cast is, it deserves to have a sequel. It was a big hit. I don't think it'll ever happen. But it is one of those movies that is just pure entertainment. And I think that, I think it's the theme of, of my draft is that pure entertaining fun things. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I think that it's, it's a good pick. Um, I think a lot of people have seen it and it, it's, it's not as controversial as, as and it's also not as depressing as some other picks on here. Uh it's just a really damn enjoyable movie. And so yeah, the Italian job.
2: I I think it's like a a, a solid pick. I I was hoping that Ryan was going to really reach and like kind of swing for the fences <laughs> with something like really off the wall cuz there's a couple ones I'm just like oh, there were I wish, I wish somebody would do this. Okay, guys, we're running short of time. We're trying to keep these shorter now. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a Hypothetical lightning round five. So I want to, I want just your quick your quick pick, and we're gonna move on. Uh, but Ryan, if you had one more pick here in round five, if we
0: snuck around again, what would you have gone with? All right, this is the one film that I would have gone with if if it went nuts, I would have gone with Master and Commander: The Far Side of the World. That is a movie <laughs> that is so much fun, and I don't give a damn what people say. I love that movie, and Russell Crowe is fantastic. Uh, It's just a a big, epic at sea. And while we had Pirates of the Caribbean, we also got this one, and this is like a slower version of that, and I wish this was a franchise, and it just it it made a lot of money, which was kind of weird. Um, uh, but yeah, right. I love Commander. that I said
2: just drop the title, and you're just like, nope, no, I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna love say why damn it for the next five minutes. People
0: hate on Master Commander a lot, and it it, it pisses me off.
2: <laughs> I, I, you know what, your setup for that was kind of like Gidget's setup of I watch this movie every day, I inject it into my veins, Runaway Jury. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go nuts with Master Commander, Gidget. If you had a round five pick after Runaway Jury, what were you going with?
3: Okay, this is I I just love this movie, and I would have gone with the triplet, triplets of Belleville.
2: Whoa, that's a deep mm-hmm. pool. that's a deep pool there. Deep cuts, yeah. yeah, deep cuts. <laughs> it's deep a good cuts. movie though. Uh,
1: all right, Drew Drew Hallam had one more pick. What do you pick, man? So I would have gone with uh, Park Chen Wook's Old Boy.
0: Oh yeah, Ooh. Mm-hmm.
2: there you go. That's a, that's a good. That, one. That's a respectable round five pick.
1: Uh, Dave, wh- what do you got, man?
2: Uh, I would have gone with Bruce Almighty. There you go. Very popular film.
1: <laughs> That's fun.
2: All right. So speaking of popular films, guys, <laughs> I can't believe this didn't go. And I, I feel like it comes up a lot on Fantasy Movie Draft. We've done a lot of these, and I know that the sequels are are tainted in a lot of people's eyes. But mm. I love this one. At least the 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 one that I had high on my list. The, of course, The Matrix Reloaded and The Matrix mm-hmm. Revolutions came out here. So. I love the second movie, guys. That fucking highway scene. There's a good, like, 45 minutes to an hour of that movie. It just fucking gold to me. And then I don't mind the third one. But people just really have a lot of hate online for the sequels. Why why did no one pick either of those?
0: I just didn't know if people would actually like them. Because, like you said, there is a lot of vitriol against those sequels. And... uh Um, but I do like the sequels. I like the Matrix movies. Um, I I like the Pirates trilogy. I like Lord of the Rings trilogy, and I like the Matrix trilogy. I'm Ryan McQuaid, and I have a trilogy problem. Um, but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Reloaded is definitely the one that was on my board. Revolutions was nowhere near it, so. Uh,
2: and then the uh, before I uh, open the floor, the other three that I would have been really excited if someone took was uh, Final Destination 2 is a movie that I think about a lot still <laughs> to this day <laughs> as as someone that lives with a lot of people that almost kill themselves. That is one of the, the best of that genre. Uh, if someone had picked the room, I probably would have just given you the whole draft. Like if somebody went high and like picked the room in round two, that would have been pretty hilarious. I mean, someone did... <laughs> Someone <laughs> did pick Big Fish and Mystic River right after the other. So I was looking for some, <laughs> l- looking for some, uh, craziness. And then the other one that I love that might have been too, uh, you know, niche, small, but I, I think is a masterpiece is, uh, City of God, guys. Has everyone seen City of God before? If you haven't seen yeah. City of God, Brazilian, you know, crime film, uh, amazing film f- from that year. So, uh, any other, uh, huge misses that, that we missed here in the year? Uh, I would have gone with.
3: I was, I, sorry. I, um, I had on my list, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. I mm. had A Mighty Wind. Yep. Ooh. I had Monster. And I had, um, Station Agent and Open Range. Mm. I think, I actually think Open oh, Range Open is better range. than the Clint Eastwood.
1: Open Range is very, very good.
3: Yeah, it's great. Open great range Western. It's
1: great. Uh, yeah. I oh, want
3: Bad Santa. That was <laughs> yep. the other Christmas one. Oh, that was the other one. Christmas, Christmas one. That's a funny yep, movie. That was the other yeah. Christmas
1: one. I mean, if if I didn't go, Freddy vs. Jason for just a pure, I love movies that can poke fun at their own genre, and Johnny English is just hmm. a, a treat for Rowan Atkinson playing a wannabe spy. That's a good one. Uh, I like yeah. Identity. Uh, yeah. Identity is, is so underrated.
2: That's like a you know an, an Agatha Christie type you know mystery type thriller. Uh, I even like Texas Chainsaw Massacre: the reboot, the Marcus Nispel. Reboot with Jessica Biel. I went to see that in the theater uh, high on OxyContin from getting my wisdom teeth pulled. And I had like the time of my life, guys. So that might have overclouded. I think it's actually a pretty good movie. So uh, I would might have picked that one as well, as well as Matchstick Man. I think that's an underrated film yeah. as well.
1: Matchstick Man is, is good. Uh,
0: did any, did anybody say Seabiscuit? Nobody no. said Seabiscuit? That, that, that movie's I... garbage. No, it's a great movie. <laughs> Fuck that the horse. Last... Fuck Tony. No, McMahon. no, it's a great movie. It's a great sports movie. Um, I love, I love Sea Biscuit and The Last Samurai, and The Rundown.
2: Oh, um, the Last the Rundown Samurai. with The
0: Rock. The yeah, Rundown with The Rock
2: are... and Sean William Scott. That's a good film as well. Uh, yeah. yeah I mean, like I said, it's a deep year. Like it's there was some obvious picks at the top, but. I think the 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 code word for for this draft is going to be surprises because as I look at this board, let me let me read back these picks for everyone so everyone knows. So Ryan has Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, X two, X Men United, Elf, and the Italian Job. Gidget has Finding Nemo, Love Actually, School of Rock, and Runaway Jury. Drew has Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, Big Fish, Mystic River, and Freddy vs. Jason. And Dave has Kill Bill Volume 1, Lost in Translation, Old School, and Bad Boys 2. Who's going to win this one, guys? This is a tournament. Winner
0: advances. Who's got this? Uh, I think you read it up at the top, and we don't have to worry about anything else. So let's just move on, folks. You know what you, you know what you know who did the right thing. Come on now.
2: Oh, uh, I think you guys all have strong lists. I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's pretty close, pretty close in my eyes. So I'm just I can't wait to see how this poll uh, shakes out. Of course, the biggest thing if you're listening, go to the poll, pick your, your who you thinks the winner of the 2003 draft, so they can advance. Let me go down the draft order and thank everyone tonight for joining us. Uh, you guys did great.
0: Ryan, where can we find you online, sir? You can find me on Twitter at ryanmcquade 77 You can find uh, me podcasting at In Session Film. Uh, I do the extra film episodes with uh, Jay LeBetter, the 80s movie champion. Uh, and I also do an Oscar show called Chasing the Gold. And then my other writings you can find at AwardCircuit.com. Love having you back, Ryan. I, I appreciate you joining us, man. Thanks, man. I I really appreciate it. I promise I won't bug you the next time. <laughs> no make problem. It, make it natural.
2: Uh it's <laughs> it's in the future with Gidget over there uh down under Gidget. You're always a pleasure having on the podcast. You bring the heat. Where can we find you online?
3: Thanks, mate. Um you can find me on the Retro Cinema podcast with Angry Man. We do 80s movies we loved back then and we still love now uh and if people are looking i'm on twitter all the time that's that's my main social thing and it's gidget g-i-d-g-i-t not e-t so uh yeah gidget von LaRue and you can just you can find the retro cinema on every single uh player so yeah just look us up and we're family friendly too so the kids can listen
2: uh, Gidget just covered one of my favorite '80s movies of all time, Rad, uh, this week. So go check that out. Uh, they they cover some classics uh, from my favorite decade. Always a pre- pleasure, Gidget. Thanks for joining us.
3: Thanks, dude. I look forward to coming back when I win.
2: Oh, <laughs> Drew Drew Hallam uh, had one of the most depressing round two round three <laughs> back to backs
1: uh we, we hope he's okay we love having him on the draft drew, where we can find you online man so you can find us up on facebook or even on twitter if you search for the real feels podcast that's r-e-e-l and you can catch us every other wednesday where me and two of my friends discuss movies of a different genre every single time awesome love having you drew good good luck in the polls sir thank you
2: dave chompa Dude, always a pleasure. Chilling up in Maine, below you know zero temperatures. Where can we find you online, man? Uh, you can find me on uh, any social media
4: platforms. Um, the Night Rider years, uh, and Call Me Cordelia. Um, Night Rider podcast, obviously, and then a, a podcast about all things Anne of Green Gables and Avonlea
2: related that I do with my wife. So, um, look us up. Awesome. Good luck in the polls as well, sir. Thank Love you. Love having you uh you i mean you found us online so i married a movie geek the biggest thing guys again vote in these polls it, your favorite winner team needs to advance and that, that's the way you get them there so also you can find us at movie geek cast on twitter instagram and facebook next week i think we're we're going to be celebrating thanksgiving hopefully in some way i i'm doing some traveling cause, so uh there's been hints that we might uh celebrate a, a certain actor that almost that often gets celebrated Mr. Tom Hanks so we'll see you next week here on So I Married a Movie Geek thanks for listening to the 2003 fantasy movie draft tonight and again uh, yeah uh, vote for your favorite we'll see you guys next week thanks a lot (laughs)